0: Hi, I'm John, I'm one of the pastors at Victory and I'm also the director of our provincial churches. At Victory, we are committed to plant churches all over the Philippines, believing that together we can disciple this nation. Hope this message inspires you to honor God and make disciples. We are starting a series called A Reason to Celebrate and so many reasons for us to celebrate. And in this Christmas season, we are spending this Christmas season for the second time in a lockdown, in a pandemic. And so, it is hard siguro minsan, but to think of reasons to celebrate. But now, this 2021, I think marami rin sa atin nagkakaroon na ng reasons to celebrate. No? In fact, we're grateful that now we are able to spend time with family after a long while. I, I know, iba sa atin, nagkaroon na rin opportunity na magkaroon ng family reunion after months. In fact, some of them, more than one year na hindi nakita-kita. And now, because of What's happening in our nation, we are able to celebrate fellowship with our family. Now, my kids, uh, we're able to go out um, freely because of the relaxed lockdowns. Um, and the other day, I was talking to one of our small group leaders, and she said that um, last week, they were finally able to see each other, her small group members, that they just started, or their small group started in this pandemic. And for the first time, dun lang sila nakita kita last week, and so it's a reason for us to celebrate. And again, um, this is because of what's happening, how God is healing our nation, and how God is just lowering the number of cases. A few days ago, we received news a PGH. For two or three days, yun, zero new cases will come sa PGH. And so please do continue to pray um, You know, um, for our nation. Please continue to pray for what is happening globally so that we would see the end of this pandemic now again christmas mejo uh, iba rin no pagka namimis mo yung mga nung araw may caroling diba namimiss din yun, yung mga merong daming party and dami nating nami miss eh. and we may not have a lot of parties this year just like pre-pandemic we may not receive a lot of gifts just like before We may not be able to go to the places that we normally go to pre-pandemic. But friends, there is still a reason for us to celebrate. In fact, I believe one of, siguro, the blessings of this pandemic is that it forced us to slow down and actually reflect on what are really valuable to to our lives. And one of it is the reflection of what is the reason for this Christmas season. And that is the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our Emmanuel, the God who is with us. In fact, for the remainder of this time, I'm going to be diving in, dwelling in that word, Emmanuel, in, uh, in, in the olden context. So that's the name Emmanuel, which in the English translates to God with us. Three simple words that carry a ton of meaning. In fact, it is so important that John Wesley, the founder of the Methodist Church, when he died on March 2, 1791, at the age of 87, on his deathbed, his last words were, the best of all, God is with us. In fact, A few seconds or a few moments after that, he tried to lift his hands. And with his frail voice, he repeated it again and said, The best of all is, God is with us. It is so transformative in his life, this word Emmanuel, that on his deathbed, those were his last words. Now, my prayer is this, that today, it will not just be on our lips. My prayer is that the reality of Jesus being our Emmanuel will live in our hearts. So what is the significance of Emmanuel? What is the implication of God being with us in our day-to-day? To To understand that, we'll look at two passages. One is in Isaiah chapter 7, and the other one is in Matthew chapter 1. And these were the two instances where the words, Emmanuel... Uh, were mentioned in Isaiah chapter seven in verse um, fourteen. It says, "Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and he and his and shall call his name Emmanuel." Now in the New Testament, okay, in um, Matthew chapter one in verse eighteen, we know this. This is a very familiar passage. In verse eighteen, it says. Do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet who's pertaining to Isaiah chapter 7. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means... God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We pray that you would illuminate your word for us so that we would not just understand, but also experience and live out. Jesus, our Emmanuel. This is our prayer. Holy Spirit, guide us. Holy Spirit, we invite you to speak to us today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Just to give you a context, Isaiah chapter 7 was written or was spoken by Isaiah to King Ahaz, one of the rulers of Judah. And at that time, you know, two other kings, the king of Syria and the king of Israel, the northern kingdom of Israel, were about to invade and lay waste to the cities of Judah. Um, for those of you who don't know, there are two kingdoms, after Solomon, Israel kingdom, two Israel, the northern and then the southern. The southern is King Ahaz. And so, the northern kingdom, they have allies, the Syrians. And um, they were about to lay waste, um, about to conquer the southern kingdom. And they were afraid, as the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 7. But in the midst of that overwhelming force, God gave a promise. That promise was a virgin or a young woman will conceive and give birth to a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel. Seven hundred years after, do naman sa time ni Jesus Christ in Matthew, Matthew recorded this no about thirty years after Jesus ascended um, to heaven and. Uh, Matthew's account said, you know, uh, um, at that time when jo- when Mary, you know, was pregnant and Joseph, you know, knowing that yung fiance niya may baby palat as ang sinabi pa sa kanya galing do sa Holy Spirit and so hindi niya alam kung ano gawingya but since he was a just man, sabi sa Bible di ba he wanted to divorce him quietly, and so in the midst of a complicated scenario, God gave a promise and that is Emmanuel, God with us. He may be thinking as well, this is an impossible situation. How can a virgin conceive and how can the Holy Spirit, you know, give that to Mary? And how can this be a fulfillment of a seven-year-old, 700-year-old prophecy? And so, imagine the context. An overwhelming force, a complicated scenario, and an impossible situation. In all of those, God said, Emmanuel, God with you see, in the midst of overwhelming fears, in the midst of complicated situations, in the midst of impossible scenarios, God wants to let you know He is your Emmanuel. He is God who is with you. And I feel like some of you need to hear that. Some of you, you are in an impossible situations. Some of you, you are in complicated scenarios at this time. Some of you, you are overwhelmed by just the fear, the paranoia, just the, the things that are happening, things are breaking down. Can I just tell you, I believe God wants to reassure you. And God wants to minister to you and tell you, He is your Emmanuel, the God who is with you. So what does Emmanuel mean? And baby it when we say, God with us? When you say God with us, number one, He is God. And Jesus claimed that He is not just a moral teacher, not just a miracle worker, not just a prophet, not just a noble, righteous person. He said, He is God. He knew it, He spoke about it, and He claimed it. Hindi siya nag-God mode lang like ano parang games, ba yung pagka Diba pagaka sobrang galing nung ano mo pag meron ka may may ino-on kaya yata na gano'n 'di ba sa games na pag nag god mode hindi ka tinatablan tapos kung isang hit mo lang dun sa kalaban mo tumba agad yung kalaban di ba or hindi din siya nag god mode parang si Steph Curry na kahit na anong tira sa 3 points sa half court hindi nagme-miss no Jesus did not turn on a god mode Jesus is God and was God when he became you who was he was 100% human but he was also 100% God I remember the story. There tatlong strangers that they were sitting on a bench one day, and they were all wearing straight jackets. Okay, so alam natin ko context They were wearing straight jackets, and one of them asked, "Who am I?" The person in the middle said, "You are Alexander the Great." And the guy said, "How did you know?" And the guy said in the middle, "Because I am Napoleon Bonaparte." And then he said, how did you know that you are a Napoleon Bonaparte? Because God told me. The last person looked at them and said, I did not. makukuha nyo rin Matatawa lang kayo bigla, okay? Kasi ha, yung ibig Many people claimed that they were God. Egyptian rulers claimed that they were descendants from God and that they are also gods with a small g. There are some religious readers who claimed that they are God also. But you know what's the difference between those people who claim that they're God, those people now who are claiming that they are God, and Jesus who said He is God. All of those people died and remained dead. Only Jesus died and rose again, proving that what He said is true—that Jesus is. James 2 verse 1 This is James written by the brother of Jesus Another son of uh, One of the sons of Joseph and Mary And he said Hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ The Lord of glory Can you imagine Yung brother mismo ni Jesus Naniniwala na God talaga siya I mean if I were to unveil myself as a God Hindi Yung unang mag-deny mag, 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 na nun, sigurado yung kapatid ko. Okay? Yung dalawang kapatid ko, no? sasabihin nila, hindi totoo yan. okay Kilala namin yan mula pagkabata. Kilala namin yan. Madugas yan pagka kumakain kami ng, ng dinner. Madugas yan sa mga, you know, sa laro. I mean, they know who I am in and out, inside and out. Yet, can you imagine, the person closest, the one person or the group of people who could who could have objected to Jesus' claim believed that Jesus is God. I mean you can impress people from a distance. But you cannot do that up close. The people who were up close to Jesus believed that Jesus is God. Must be something about how they saw grace and truth exemplified and lived out in his life. Must they must have felt that when he spoke and he taught they must have seen the miracles. More than all of that, they saw Jesus rise again from the dead. That is why they say, He is not just Jesus. He is. Jesus our brother. He is God. And so, ano ba implication It means if He's God, He's a miracle worker. So if you're believing for a miracle, you can go to Christ because He is God. Jesus, when... They brought a paralytic. Instead of just saying, be well, he said, your sins are forgiven. In Jesus, we can receive forgiveness. When people worship Jesus, he accepted because he is also deserving of worship. I like how um, Colossians 1, verse 16 and 17, Paul said this, For by him all things were created. In heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things, all things were created through Him and for Him. Verse 70, I love this. And He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. Because He is God, all things are being held together in Him. Can I ask you this? What in your life are falling apart? What areas in your life do you not have control over? Can I just invite you? The message of Christmas is Jesus is God who is with us. And in Him, we can submit all of these things so that He can hold all things together for us. Amen? The next point about that three word, God with, He's not just a God, but He is also a God who is with us. When we say that He is with us, it means that He is not far from us. When we say that He is with us, it means that He is not somewhere else. Because God is with you, know that you are not doing that alone. He is with you and nowhere else. He's not, he, when we say that God is with us, it means that He is not against us, but He is with us and alongside us. I like what um, the context of Isaiah says. In Isaiah chapter 7, they armies. And they were afraid. Joseph was like that as well. They, he was afraid of what the people will think. But yet, in the midst of them being afraid, the assurance was, I am with you. I will protect you. I will deliver you. Because I am with you. One of my daughters, Every time we asked her to turn off the lights during night time. Like right? And so uh, whenever we would ever we'd ask her to do that, she would always ask one of her siblings to, can you just go with me and come with me and let's turn the lights off together? Pretty please. And she would do that. And um, whenever, you know, one of them would accompany her, she would go and turn off the lights and then peacefully go to um her bed no there's something about when we are in the presence of someone we trust someone dependable someone we know loves us it pacifies fears that's why god said his perfect love drives out all fears and i'm praying that knowing that god is with you you will have the peace whatever situation we're going through whatever impossible complicated overwhelming situation we're going through. May the peace that comes from the truth that God is with us give you the grace and courage to move forward. Even in the midst of the Delta variant, even in the midst of the Omicron variant, my prayer is that God will give you the peace. My prayer is that you will not panic. My prayer is that you will be prepared, yes. My prayer is that you would, you know, not be, um, ano ba, yung parang Na lang, diba? But still, with wisdom, but with faith, face this new variant. In fact, this Christmas season, I believe, one of our best presents, in fact, our greatest present this Christmas is His presence. It's God's presence, knowing that we are not doing things alone. John said in 14, sabi niya, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Son, the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Can you imagine in the Old Testament, he appeared as a burning bush, right? And then he would appear as a pillar of cloud and pillar of fire. And then he would be like a, a rushing wind. And he would be all of those things. In fact, when the temple was constructed, he you know, appeared as a glory and filled the temple. But in Jesus, he appeared as a baby and i don't know if you've seen a baby a baby is pagka nakita mo yun diba sobrang cute and a baby pagka hinawakan mo siya nandoon lang hindi magpupumiglas yan hindi lalayo sa pero nandoon lang siya Ni enjoy lang niya yung presence mo yung company mo yung warmth mo and i believe that is a picture of the kind of intimacy that god wants to us to have an experience with Him. God with us means he's not just our protector, but God with us means he wants to have a relationship with us. Every single day, my friends, God wants you to experience his divine presence. To fill you, to encourage you, to minister to you, to give you courage and wisdom, to give you grace and to guide you to the truth. And So Jesus did that. Traverse the galaxies, step into time. He became a human just to be with us. Question, what are we doing to be with him? If he's inviting us every single day, what is hindering us from experiencing the presence of God? What is five minutes with him? What is 15 minutes? What is one hour every Sunday with God? Because he is inviting us. I hope that you would realize the magnitude of who Christ is and the privilege that we have, you know, in being with Him so that we would maximize our time with Him. Don't be a fan of God. He wants you to be His family. He wants you to be His friend. Last point. It says there, God with, but He is also a God with us. And when you look at the nativity, The first Christmas, sino ba discover na pinanganak na si Jesus? Hindi naman yung mga hari, hindi naman yung mga sobrang affluent in life, but the ones who were first guests in the birth of Jesus were shepherds. In their time, even up to today, I think, no? is they are the most um, distrusted, rejected, outcast, na hindi pwedeng makuha yung testimony nila sa court. Can you believe that? Pag-shepherd ka, hindi ka pwedeng maging part ng jury. Hindi ka paniniwalaan ng mga tao because you're a shepherd. Pagka merong mangyaring hindi maganda sa isang community, may nawala. Mm, pagka merong mga hindi ng nangyayari. But yet, that's a beautiful picture of our God, Emmanuel. The unwelcome were welcomed. The outcasts were received. The sinners were forgiven. Because God is with us. Friends, we don't have to impress God. We don't have to perform for God. God already accepts you for who you are. And that is the attitude. That is the heart that we can have. The assurance that we have because we have Jesus or Emmanuel, the God with us. When you say God with us, you didn't say the God who is with me. Although that's true, that God is with you. But he also says it's God who is with us. Because the reality, the power, the the beauty of God, Emmanuel, Jesus Emmanuel can be best experienced in a community. In fact, we say this, Bishop Manny would always say this, in every worship service, we experience the magnificence of God. But in a small group setting, we experience the nearness of God. And so can I ask you, If you're not yet a part of a small community of believers, please do reach out to us. Please let us know so that we can connect you with uh, people who would help you and let you experience Jesus Emmanuel, the God who is with you. Finally, one last thought, no? When we say God is with us, because He is with us, He dwelt with us, and not only was He with us? The Bible says in Matthew, the end part of Matthew, He said He will always be with us. Jesus said that. But the Holy Spirit will also come in us so that the God who is with us and who's in us can also be felt and experienced by other people. In other words, you are also called to be God's representatives. You are called to be image bearers but also presence bearers of the Lord God. I like how Philippians said it. He said, Often the world only knows the truth of Emmanuel, God with us, because of his followers. Wow, that's a powerful picture, isn't it? Or a powerful definition word from Philippiansi. God, or this world, desperately needs to experience God, the God who is with him. And he has called you and me. So that we can showcase, share to the world the truth that God is with us. That's my prayer this Christmas season. I hope that, you know, you will be carriers of God's presence in your offices, in your families. I pray that God's presence will be so overflowing in you. That the people around you can know that there is a God who is actually with us. As I close, you know, with, um, I had a conversation with several of our church members in these past weeks, and I, was, um, I found out that many of our church members in, um, you know, were, were affected by COVID. I found out that many were mild. Some of them were asymptomatic, or many of them asymptomatic, rather. Uh, I found out that some were moderate, but there were a few who I found out Got severe cases. In fact, a few of them got hospitalized. One of them I spoke and he said he was in the hospital alone for 10 days. Another person that I recently, last week, lang nagawusab kami no sabi niya, for 20 days he was in the ICU battling for his life. And what was common in all of their testimonies was they would always say, you know, in times that we were alone, battling with COVID, battling with pneumonia, what gave us peace, what gave us faith, is the understanding that God is with us. In times that there was no, no one else, no family who can come close to them, it was God with us, Jesus the Emmanuel, who brought them peace, strength, deliverance, and healing again that is my prayer for all of us God wants us to appreciate the greatest present of all and that is his presence may that be true for you may that be true for your family may that be true for the people around you amen let's pray father in heaven we thank you for this time and thank you for your word Lord for some of us Lord who are experiencing overwhelming situations you Lord God we are facing Lord complicated situations some of us were experiencing complications in our relationships some of us we're facing some insurmountable almost impossible things at work my prayer is that they would experience Jesus the Emmanuel Holy Spirit I pray thank you that you would assure them right now you're assuring them right now that they are not going through those situations alone And right now we thank you and we claim just us lord god we have seen your protection just as we have seen the answers to these prayers just as we have seen your faithfulness just as we have we've seen lord how you have set them set the people in the past free lord we thank you that that is the same for my brothers and sisters lord we will see your protection we will see your provision we will see your reconciliation we will see lord your lord deliverance lord from these situations Lord. we will see the goodness of god in those insurmountable complicated overwhelming situations Father in heaven, some of our my brothers and sisters they're believing for healing, and even now in Jesus' name, Lord, we command your healing to come. Lord, we pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we speak to cancer, be gone in Jesus' name. Some of us were having some problems with our internal organs, be it the heart, some in the lungs, some in the kidneys. In Jesus' name, we say, be healed, be whole in Jesus' name. God, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your healing we thank you for your provision in your mighty name we pray amen and amen some of us god is inviting to be with him whether it's to come back to him maybe it's been some time that you have been with jesus or with god maybe it's because of the business maybe it's because of you know the concerns that we have god is inviting you once again Some of you, we've never even had a chance to respond to him. But my friend, can I just tell you, the grace of God is here. And he's inviting you to come back to him. And So if that is you, can I ask you, if you can lift up your hands, do so. But if you can't, just lean forward. Close your eyes. And say to God, Lord, I am here. Lord, I receive your invitation. I receive your welcome. Thank you that in Jesus I am welcome, I am accepted, and I am forgiven. I receive this grace in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father in heaven, I pray for my brothers, pray for my sisters. Lord, I pray let there be a renewed grace. For some of us, Lord, who've been believers for quite some time now, I pray let there be a renewed passion to be with you, Lord, to come upon them. Revive their hearts, Lord. Revive their desire to pray. Revive, Lord, their desire, Lord, to open up your word and experience you in a fresh way. For some of us, Lord, who receive you for the first time, Lord, I pray, may you give them men and women who will walk with them. Lord, who will share to them, Lord God, how it is to walk and follow you. God, thank you that you will, Lord, show to them at the reality, the truth, that You are a God who is with us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. You can visit victory.org.ph to find a church, join the Victory Group, and give online. Thank you for partnering with us in discipling the city, the nation, and the world through your generosity. For more messages like this, you can subscribe to this podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts.